0: It's happy hour from Uptown, New Orleans. Hey everybody out there in the internet world, I am Rich Collins, a musician slash producer slash journalist and father of five. I married a New Orleans girl, and I've been living in this city for 25 years, lived in the quarter and mid-city, and now I'm Uptown, right near Wayfair on Ferrette Street, as a matter of fact.
1: And you don't sound anything like Grand Morris. What did you do with Grand Grant Morris.
0: I'm um, happy to be uh, sitting in for Grant Morris today, my good friend, also for 25 years. Uh, I'm glad to be here, folks. Happy Hour is a part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's neworleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limo or out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you because that's New Orleans. This is Happy Hour, a cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common other than we're all New Orleanians in a bar, and in the case of today, we are all musicians. (laughs) Today, we are at Wayfair on Ferret Street. Uh, Wayfair is a restaurant and bar serving handcrafted food and spirits with a whole new menu and a radically new three-hour happy hour every day from three to six. This is radical. Everything is half price. The drinks appetizers wayfair on ferret streets all right folks uh let's start it off Uh, i want to introduce my fellow panelists today i am happy to be sitting here with andy overslaw hey (laughs) introduce yourself andy
2: oh my name's andy uh i've been living in new orleans since 2001 uh 20-year veteran bartender nice yeah and uh and uh Betrothed to uh, Laurie Tipton Who was on the show a couple of weeks ago
1: Nice
0: Yeah, my notes say you're I don't know if you gave this information It says you're most famous for being Laurie Tipton's fiance True And one mm-hmm. of the three fathers of Wilder Tipton Great. Right. Tell me about that
2: Yeah, well, uh, so I can't have kids And um, she wanted kids So she approached a friend of mine Lee Kyle Who I had been in a couple of plays with mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just to be a donor And she approached him, and he was like, you know. A donor of? Of sperm. Sperm. See, seminal fluid. To make a baby. When a man loves a woman very, very much. Yeah, it takes a sperm and an egg. (laughs) Okay.
0: Ah, Just break it down for me. Break it down for me, please.
1: You know what I like? Because you're tatted up, and you kind of got the rock and roll thing. I imagine when you said you can't have kids, I imagine it not as a medical thing, but as just like. I mean, I can't have kids. So, like, I just
2: can't. No, it was a chainsaw it accident. It was a chainsaw accident. No, I'm kidding. Uh,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I actually, I had a vasectomy when I was like 30. Really? And, uh, yeah. And, uh, Probably see Andy, Andrew's note from a minute ago. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, I guess that's it, right. Yeah, but. Uh, Home volition. So, uh, yeah, and uh, this was, long, actually, I think I was younger than that, which is funny because I've always heard this myth that if you're, if you're. Kind of young, like a doctor won't won't perform one on you. Right. And <laughs> I went in, and uh, I guess it, he's like, uh, uh, "Do you have any children?" I was like, "No." He's like, "And how old are you?" And I, I, gosh. I think I was, yeah, I had to be 30-something. I was was like 30-something. He goes, okay, yeah, we'll do this. (laughs) Just one look at me. He's like, you know what? Just, I don't know what your reasons are. I don't want to know, but (laughs) don't have kids, dude. (laughs) In
0: fact, he did it right there while you waited. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Just, you know, he he did it with a dart. Is this irreversible? You know what? Um, They're not irreversible. Uh, But uh, a vasectomy... Without insurance, costs like six hundred bucks. Really? Yeah, but a reversal is <laughs> oh, six yeah. is six thousand right. wow. dollars. So I, I think it's actually kind of a. I think everybody should get one when they're sixteen. Yeah. And then if you can save up cool. six thousand dollars, you're ready to <laughs> have kids. Is,
1: this that's a that's a really good idea, Andy. In fact, I, it, it it is kind of that thing. It's not that you can't have kids. It's just that you can't have kids, <laughs> <Yeah>. man. <laughs>
2: It was kind of like that. So, but then later on, you know, I, you know, I'm with Lori, and she just, she really wanted to do it, and she's headstrong. She's going to find a way. Yeah. And um, so she approached Lee Kyle, who's a dear friend of mine. I was in uh, a couple of Nari, Nari Thomasetti's plays with him, and uh, and he's tall and he's uh, handsome, and also extremely talented. So Great. she 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 approached him, and he, uh, being gay, has always wanted to be a dad cool. right and uh and let me tell you he's he was meant to be i'm so glad that i got to be part of of of, of making lee kyle a father because he's an amazing father that's awesome it, this guy was born to, to raise kids
0: wait so how old is this uh young child how old is wilder
2: uh he's about to be three okay turning three yeah <laughs> and uh he's gonna be three in october and uh, so, yeah, she approached him, and he was like, you know, not only do I want to be a donor, but I would love to, to actually co-parent. So it's almost, it's the same, I guess the same business model as a divorce. Hmm. <laughs> you know, except that everybody loves each other right. from the start. It takes a village. Yeah, and uh, so, uh, you know, he's four nights a week at our house, four nights a week at Daddy and Clint's house. Nice. And... Um, not not four and four. <laughs> that was not an any am, you picked that up, am, huh? Amazing sister. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was thinking ahead. You see, there are seven days in me.
0: <laughs> so, look, there's a cliffhanger here because it says you are one of the three fathers. I want to hear about this other father, but I have to take care of some business first. Oh, yeah. We need to introduce you to these other two voices. So, uh, folks, with us today, uh, as often is the case, we have Andrew Duhan. Why don't you hey, buddy. just... Say yeah. a few words. Yeah, well, folks. you know,
1: I, I uh, officially, they call me the co-host week, week by week, but um, frankly, I think usually uh, it's more of a, I think Grant usually sails the ship, and I bail sometimes. Nice. Uh, but, you know, this week, you know, we'll see what the dynamic takes us. I think Rich is doing a great job so far, and... Um, just four dudes sitting around the table this time, you know I know, it's an unusual
0: dynamic Yeah,
1: so, uh, so this, uh, it's, you know, it's going great so far, feels Cheers. good Cheers <laughs> Cheers, yeah Now, speaking Cheers. of four
0: dudes, we need to introduce our fourth dude, yeah. George uh, Yes
3: Please, do the honors Yes, uh, my name is George Elizondo, and I'm a singer-songwriter from uh, Nicaragua But I've been living here for nine years now, since 07 uh, So, yeah
0: You timed it well, it's good you didn't come in 05
3: Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when I, I came here in 07, it was still pretty uh, no- noticeable, you know, very noticeable, that, yeah. uh, the, d- the destruction and everything. But. Yeah. Now, what, what made you come and choose New Orleans? Um, kind of like a hunch and a uh, recommendation from a friend uh, who was also living in Nicaragua. Uh, o was scouting in Nicaragua, actually. Uh, they scout in Latin America, and uh, a friend of mine came here, and he was like, Hey, George, I think that you would love to hear and so I kind of just came here on a hunch because I, I, uh, I'm a citizen, I'm a U.S. citizen, so I knew that I could come here with no uh, problem. You told so me so, uh, earlier yeah.
0: you were born in Florida. Florida. Is that Florida right? yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah, Miami. Where? Almost every other Latin American is and, uh, the U.S. Well, I'm glad you found your way here. I mean, I, I was
0: listening to your music uh, earlier today, and it sounds awesome. Thank you. Andrew's an incredible musician. Yes, uh, yes indeed. As well. And so, uh, and so
3: are you. Well, thank you. I heard a uh, little bit of your singing. And...
0: Well, it's funny. You, uh, thank you for the setup. I'm going to do a little intro song. This works better. This is a song written for a, um, a woman. But I can repurpose this right now for you guys, okay? All right. Let's hear. All right, dudes. It's about having a conversation.
4: Take it back, back to where you started from. I'll give you that, you got my heart beating like a drum. From the roof, staring at the clouds and the nebula coming down. I'm next to you, oh, we'll watch the stars coming out. Stop the world And start a conversation With you I won't spend my time Here's an invitation For you Hold on tight Become a hurricane Watching the satellite fly On the plane Somewhere down in Mexico Never coming back again Son on the beach I got my wayfarers on and the shell beneath my feet. Look at the sky, singing all oh, my mind. Won't stop the world and start a conversation with you. I won't spend my time. Here's an invitation for you. We can watch all the cars drive by. Maybe count every star in the sky Oh, stop the world Start a conversation with you Oh, yeah Yeah
1: <laughs> Yes, indeed
0: All right Let's start a conversation <clears throat> All right, absolutely So, look, uh, Andy, we got to get back to this Who's the other father?
2: Oh, uh, that would be Clint <laughs> That would be uh, Lee's partner uh, gotcha. okay. Yeah, yeah, and they um and it and it's so convenient. They they're homeowners too, and they live pretty much like around the corner from us. I mean, not right on the same block, but they're real nice. close. Neighbor are y'all, in we're all in the upper ninth ward. Oh, cool. And uh, and yeah, it's it's great. You know, uh, Wilder doesn't he sees both houses as his houses. You know, he always says, "I'm lucky. I own two houses."
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what's interesting, Rich is uh. Well, well, actually, I should pose this to Andy instead of Rich. You know, what's interesting, Andy, is Rich actually plays in a band that a Wilder might be into. Tell him about it. Rich. That's
0: right. Yeah, yeah. So I, um, I made my living, been making my living since '02, uh, off the idea. Uh, we, my friends and I here, living in Mid City, had created a, an indie band for for parents and kids called Imagination Movers, and then in 2005 ish, we. Uh, right before the flood we started negotiating with Disney and ended up um, creating a television show that was filmed here in New Orleans for three seasons like 07 through 11 and so that show has been broadcast all over the world translated into uh, Under twenty-five. The same like, name? yeah Imagination, Imagination or Los Imaginadores oh I see, I see. <laughs> cool. and we are uh, you know you can go on YouTube and see it translated into Japanese or German or anything um, but yeah so as a result of that project, you know, I, I, I do a lot of traveling, playing shows at different events all, all over the world. Uh, I, I was excited. We found out we're getting to go back to um, doing a tour of uh, playing for families on military bases oh. in Asia, I think, coming up in the spring. and that's that We've done that two or three times, and we love it. It's so awesome. fun. You get to travel all over, go to a bunch of places, you know, like quick one after the other eat all this great food and yeah. see the world so that's awesome yeah so that's what uh, I obviously uh, I'd be happy to hook you guys up with some uh, some movers content
1: heck
2: yeah, heck yeah. our most yeah.
0: recent album is called License to Move inspired <laughs> by the Beastie Boys it was uh, we recorded it super fast in two days at a studio in the country uh, it was our ninth album and uh, it's funny we did it we had a blast doing it uh, it's it a it's a it's a hard rock record. Like, I'm laughing because I was, I was looking for some songs from that to use on this. We're working on another animated show project right now. I was like, mm, that one's too loud. Uh, that one's too fast. Mm, that's going to scare them off. So there's, <laughs> there's, like, of the 12 songs, like, four of them are, like, you know, pretty chill. But a lot of them are super high energy. So we were in, in a mood uh, when we did that one. But it's, uh, it's really fun. That's awesome, great. Yeah. yeah, that's wonderful. It's a lot of fun. But so, um, George... Uh, uh, I want to hear... you want to do some music? I'd love to hear some music.
3: Yeah, sure. I'll do a song. Do you need anything... Any kind of setup or anything? Um, I may just be able to play something to this one mic oh, yeah,
0: here. I'm going to be your guitar mic.
3: Oh. Well, why, thank you, Richard. <laughs> it's Rich uh, from uh, Richard, huh? Yes. Yeah, Richard. All right, so this uh, song is... Uh, it's uh, co written. Me and my friend uh, Josh Starkman wrote this song together. We're in a, in a group called uh, uh, Nebula Rosa. And uh, Is that here in, the, in New Orleans? Yes, here in New Orleans. Yeah, when, when, um, when and where can we see y'all? Well, we're actually playing tonight as a duo in uh, Casa Borrega.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, I love yeah. it.
3: We, awesome. we actually got a residence there. We're playing every Wednesday from 7 to 10 p.m. Casa. Yeah, nice. Do you know the address of Casa Borrega? <sighs> I don't know the exact number. I know it's on O.C. Haley. Yeah, everything Castle, Castle Haley. Haley. Yeah.
0: I don't know what Hugo Montero like. Sort of built that. Yeah. Piece by piece, pie, tile by it's tile. Beautiful it's beautiful inside. So
3: cool. oh. Yeah, it's be- inside and outside. Yeah, the courtyard. That courtyard. A lot of people don't know about the courtyard, mm. but it's a great place mm. uh, to hang out. I think. Wait, we. You guys did a, that the first time I did a thing with um, Happy Hour. It was there. Yep. That's why Happy
1: I know. Hour was stationed at Casa Borrega before really? it was at Wayfair. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then you know we do the four to five thing here and and Hugo starts to get pretty good business right around four thirty so it's you know you start getting a little salsa verde everywhere and just <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. you gotta yeah no it's uh he's i appreciated Hugo uh immensely, and every time I stop there i'm Utterly disappointed if Hugo's not there. Yeah. Great guy. Yeah, he and is. A great spot. Great food. Yeah. yeah everyone,
3: uh, everyone who works there, you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. My impression is that he sort of hid out there for a number of years and just did all that work like painstakingly. Yeah. Like it took him some years to do it. Yeah. It's really neat. It's cut an yeah. achievement.
3: Absolutely. Right. Rock out for us. All right. The song is called I Know.
5: Oh, yeah. Been...
0: George, I'm curious, what percentage of your songs are in Spanish or English?
3: Um, well, at first, whenever I first started writing songs, it was like um, 80% English and 20% Spanish, but now it's, I think it's somewhere in between, 50-50 uh, at this point, yeah.
0: So that one, you combine both, I see.
3: Yeah, I've been starting to do that, um, I've, I've been starting to do that, because... Uh, uh, I don't know, it just comes that way, yeah.
0: It sounds like it's really nice. I like the arrangement, I like how it broke down and became something different in the middle.
3: Yeah, I wrote that, uh, a lot of the chord progression, I mean, the entire chord progression is uh, Josh Darkman's, uh work, and then, uh, you know, I, we both molded the melody together, and, uh you
0: know. And what's his background?
3: His background? hmm um, He is uh, actually born in Miami. Okay. Um, Raised in Miami. You knew him before New Orleans. I actually met him in New Orleans. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, met him in New Orleans, and uh, we were we would see each other at parties and stuff. And then eventually he just he was like, "Hey, we should start a band together." Nice. And we did.
1: Yeah. What's the band called? Um, <laughs>
3: just uh, Nebula Rosa. That's right. Yeah, I've seen you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah.
1: indeed.
0: Andrew, uh, I want to hear about all the cool stuff you got coming up. You got what? Where
1: can uh, we see you? Well, uh, this will be the last Happy Hour for a while. Okay, heading right. on the road, um, heading up northeast. Um, you know, the coolest show that was on that run got canceled. But you know what it was? Mm. Opening for Leon Russell. Uh, that would have been the shit. Uh. Yeah. Oh well, he had to postpone his tour or something. So that one's not happening. Aww, but, uh, yeah, damn. you know, lots of cool shows up uh, up to, you know, New York and Connecticut world and then back. So that'll be fun. Great. Um,
0: That's October, basically? Yep. Late
1: uh, yeah, late September and October. Uh, and then got to come back for a buddy's bachelor party. Okay. Speaking of bachelor parties and tattoos, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had a question, Andy, because I thought it was kind of awesome and brilliant. You know, Andy's pretty tatted for those of you who aren't visually uh, part of the conversation. <laughs> yeah. um, you have the kind of like the finger tattoo where you got uh, letters yeah. on your fingers, right? But you like I've never seen the letters crossed out on the digits and then love. So what you have ah, is one set of yeah. letters that are crossed out and then love underneath. So I wonder yeah, yeah. what's crossed I mean, out going well,
2: on there. Well, uh, the, the most traditional hand tattoos. Yeah. Uh, well, when you get your fingers tattooed, you get right. love and hate.
5: Oh,
4: okay. uh, yeah. Nice. That's just that's cool, man.
2: Yeah, that's just the old fashioned finger tattoos, I mean, these days I see kids with, uh, you know, like, I I had a buddy that has bookworm on his (laughs) knuckles and stuff, and all kinds of, like, creative, cool stuff. yeah, it's a good puzzle. Uh, Yeah, yeah, but uh, you know, this was the 90s when I got my hands tattooed, so it was just like... So like, yeah, love and hate, that's what you get, you right, know. Right. And um and and yeah, just this this word, that's of all my tattoos, that's the only one that I ever was like, Ugh, maybe. I love that. You man. know, I felt and I and also eventually right, right, um yeah. like ten years later, I ended up just in you know, putting X's over the H A T E and yeah. just on the next set of knuckles, yeah, yeah, I just had love. So now my knuckles say love and, and love. love. Right. That's awesome. I felt guilty at a at a, a, a ticket booths, you know, toll booths. I felt bad for toll booth operators because yeah. they can't see the right hand; <laughs> right. they only see the left right. hand. They're stuck in that box all day taking yeah. people's money, and all they see. And is I roll up and just like hate with a, uh. with a dollar in my hand. Like, I was like, man, I, yeah. I, And that was the first time I was like, ooh, yeah.
1: I shouldn't have done that. Already. Poor toll booth folks, man. <laughs> at least there job. aren't any on the West Bank. Is it a good job? Well, I know in New York it is. I'm from upstate New York, All right, yeah. and it's
2: like hey, a yeah. super well, coveted job. Twenty dollars really?
1: every time people get through. They got a little, lot of tolls up there, and they're crazy. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, there's a, the New York. I'm, I'm from a little town, population of 900 people, mm-hmm. between Rochester and Syracuse, called Phelps. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then there's I 90 that runs right through there. Yeah. And yeah, the, the and the, the toll booth guys. Like if you're living up there, you get to know them.
1: Yeah. You know right. what I mean? The, yeah. It's
2: like. It, they got, like, the, the regular
1: shifts. and Do You, like, fight for that lane, you know? Oh, right? yeah, yeah, I yeah. <laughs> I came over 10 lanes to see you, Bernie.
0: Being a typical Southerner, I, I drove into New York City about six weeks ago and forgot about tolls. <clears throat> and so it was, uh, it was $25 to get across the two, you know, I was trying to get to um, Roosevelt Island, Roosevelt Island. And yeah, it was twenty five dollars. Yeah. I literally had exactly twenty five dollars wow. cash. They took my so last tough. penny.
2: Yeah, it's nothing like that up where I'm, where I'm at. Yeah, no, over that I'm, way. I'm basically in southern Canada. Right? Yeah, where yeah. I grew up. yeah. Well, so uh, when did you come to New Orleans? Uh, 2000, 2001. It was January two thousand one that I left. And what was your uh, What was your life change that brought you this way? Uh, you know, um, it was it was it was work related. I've been bartending uh, since I turned 21 so uh, I'm doing it 20 years now and uh Nothing. Nothing. All right. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. You look forty-one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah, that's cool. It's cool.
0: Where, where, where are you bartending? In? But, uh, <laughs> and if you were a girl, I would have said it. Just, yeah. It would have been like a, a reflex. I couldn't even stop.
2: well <laughs> Sorry, dude. Uh, no. See how it is. No, uh, Currently. <laughs> Currently, I'm at the Voodoo Lounge, uh, located at 718 North Rampart, ah. uh, overlooking lovely Armstrong Park in right. the French Quarter.
1: Uh, yeah.
2: So um, you can come see me there. Mm-hmm. And um, but uh, yeah, I was I was I was 26 at the time, and and you know what? Here's here's the thing: is I was just getting to this age where I'm like, I'm I'm gonna bartend the rest of my life. I shouldn't be in some Bodunk town. You know, at some little dead end bar, I'm going to go somewhere where there's a real service industry. The biggest difference between up there and down here is, you know, when I bartended in upstate New York, people always said, What do you want to do when you grow up? And like down here, you could be a 50-year-old waiter, and they're like, "You got a great career." Yeah, yeah. You know, and it, it's and and it and it even I don't know it even makes its way into the into the politics. It seems like the service industry has much more of a voice here because we're a huge part of the, the tax base. Yeah. Also, know. with
0: cocktail culture, you know, yeah,
2: booming oh, right now. That's so new. I'm <laughs> yeah, right. like, like when I started, it was like kamikazes and yeah. Alabama slammers. Right. I remember. I remember flavored vodka coming in. I mean, like what? Orange flavored vodka? <laughs> just put orange juice in it. And, like, we're, we're all angry about you know Stoli and stuff.
1: What's the most common drink at the Voodoo Lounge?
2: At the Voodoo Lounge? Well, Budweiser. I no. Actually, the the most common thing is what we call French Quarter handcuffs. Yeah. And that's just slang for uh, 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 um, a Miller High Life and a shot of James. Yeah, or right, or yeah. Yeah. You know, and um, <clears throat> but we're, we have a we have an amazing Scotch selection for a little hole in the wall bar. Yeah. Um, have over I think I think we got like thirty six different scotches. Wow. Wonderful wonderful Scotch selection, whiskey selection, wow. and uh, and the the thing about that place is just everybody's so cool and laid back that that works there and also who co- that come in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So what is essential? for someone to have in their character to be an excellent bartender?
2: Love. Nice. Yeah. yeah. You, you got to... I mean, to be an excellent bartender, you got to love people at their worst. Nice. You know, to, to be... I know that sounds really corny. Yeah, you, it's you awesome. Weren't, you weren't expecting that one, You're but... You're tatted for the I was patient, but that falls on their love, it's, it's, being patient. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's actual... It's actually having genuine, genuine, you know, love for for the human condition and right. for because yeah. you just you see people at their worst yeah you know and talk about getting ready for you know having a toddler i mean i've been dealing with <laughs> <laughs> right. a toddler is just like a it's just like a, a a stripper that just got off work at 4 a.m that's high on cocaine he's,
0: jim he's, gaffigan's got a great <laughs> uh, routine about basically people in bars are like little babies uh,
2: Absolutely, i want to stand here <laughs> <laughs> he took my
6: seat <laughs> right right all that stuff
0: well um well i have to say i'm not sure if any of you guys have seen but i, I spent a, an hour probably today looking at <laughs> <laughs> looking at um, andy's uh, uh video work you you did some incredible work uh that you can see it on youtube and i'm curious to know how this began and 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 hopefully there'll be more coming but you were doing these christmas videos for flanagan <coughs> yeah
2: yeah uh and then uh, some other stuff yeah i worked at i worked at flanagan's pub for 13 years and um and it just—I mean, the, as corny and goofy and weird as the as the Christmas specials are, uh, really, uh, they came from the heart. Like the, the first the first time that I did one, I was living, I was living with my buddy JT in this warehouse, and um, where we were working on a race car. And actually, there's a whole movie out about that called Salt Dreams, a full nice. length a full length documentary film that we made, and I did the soundtrack for. It. About us taking a flooded out Katrina car, taking it out to the Bonneville Salt Flats and racing it. Um, Where can you see that? Where can you see it? uh, If you just YouTube Salt Dreams. All right. Or go to com. Okay. And um, so, yeah. So, I had a recording studio, like, in my bedroom. Just just a a hacky kind of studio. And... um, I just uh, there's this there was this group called the Noisition Coalition. Yes, I saw them. bunch of bunch of wacky guys. It was started by Matt Vaughn. bunch of wacky guys that look like they're out of a Dr. Seuss book, with these crazy kuzamawuts that make all kinds of noise. And I just kind of like, I like almost came out of a dream in the middle of the night, and was, was like, I need. To to share my Christmas spirit with the world. So do you truly
0: have, are you a Christmassy guy? Is that, that, is that, I mean, oh, okay, yeah, fair enough.
2: We've got tattoos to prove it. What is that?
0: He's got I a think,
1: holly... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I it's
0: got, I got holly,
2: holly on... Oh, net. I see, oh, I see, nice. I see. Some so you're by.
0: not just acting yeah. in those videos. You yeah. truly do have... You're Papa Noel.
2: It's under the beard, but I have a... Uh, like, up on my throat, I have a uh, poinsettia.
1: So does Santa, I think. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kill it.
2: yeah, I'm young Santa. He's got hate <laughs> and hate on both knuckles, though. It's weird. <laughs> well, he's stressed out. You would yeah. never the expect The whole it. world... Nice. One night, come
0: on. So, so yeah. you made these um, unbelievable pieces of performance art is what you did.
2: Yeah, the, the first one literally was like woke up in the middle of the night, <laughs> opened up uh, opened up uh, what, whatever that recording program was that I used to have, and uh, and started recording. And I think 72 hours later it was on YouTube. The first one that was real corny just, just with, this. with me and the with But you me made and the that. video and everything video, right on the heels I, I of it. recorded it like... But One how, day. How do I find this video?
0: Uh Search Flanagan's Christmas Special. Flanagan's Christmas Special.
2: Okay. Or Andy Overslaw. How do you say Overslaw? Overslaw. That's O V E R S L A U G H. Yeah. So you can
0: search. That's how I found it. All yeah. right. Once you find it, though, it's a it's a it's a rabbit hole.
2: Because <laughs> <laughs> we then we made yeah we made I think four Christmas specials total. Uh, the the last one ending with a clip show, loved it. Which was just uh, so much, yeah. Very Tim and Eric.
0: Andy, have you seen like Tim and Eric? The Christmas. 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 Tim and Eric comedy thing? No. It's it's, it's very similar into absurd absurd and very public access.
2: Yeah, yeah. When you're watching Tim and Eric, you're like when you just feel like you've been had when you get to the end of the 20 minutes. Like, right, right. So it, that's it's a brilliant kind of kind of form of comedy. But yeah, uh, but yeah we made a, we recorded some cool Christmas songs and. And the reason the last one was a Christmas show is because I didn't have my recording studio anymore.
0: Oh, the clip show? You mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I, had,
2: I had just gotten back from the Appalachian Trail. I, uh, I hiked the entire Appalachian Trail in 2010. Oh, which. wow. And uh, before I did it, I got rid of all my recording equipment and stuff. And, and I came back, and I was like, well, I don't have a song. And literally at the end of that video, my buddy uh, Zircon Stash Cream walks in, and he's like, <laughs> I got your Christmas song right here. And he literally came from his house like... Did that thing up on GarageBand? <laughs> did it? And the end credits is an original Christmas song Please. by uh, That's great. by my buddy Zircon. Zircon Stash Cream Yeah. At the
0: nick of time. So uh, now uh, I'm hoping we can figure out a way to get you to sing a little bit today, since so all four of us will have performed on this on this hour. We'll have to figure this out. Maybe a Christmas song. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Everyone's yeah. looking
0: at him.
2: I sing like an angel.
0: <laughs> so I'm guessing there's a video where it's a bunch of dudes like uh, or like playing along. Is that all you just playing all the parts there really?
2: Uh, somewhat, pretty
0: much.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. I mean, I, would, I would have the I would have the Noisition Coalition come in and uh, just bang on a bunch of stuff, and then they would leave and they'd leave their instruments. And no, they I mean, would. I would I would get a little bit of this, a little bit of that, put it all together. I mean, when you're dealing with those who's-mawats and these crazy like yeah. noisemakers, you're basically just Cutting and pasting and creating, you gotta make a groove out of it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then everything else is me, and um, uh, and and you know the, any other vocals, I would bring people in, and you know the the one where where we're all singing, yeah. all taking turns singing. Yes. That's all of us. They all came over to my yeah. house and the uh, all the choreographs. Oh, was so much. I fun. think the
0: reason I like this so much, and I was telling you this before we went on the yeah. air, is that uh, it reminds yeah. me a lot of Movers. I am mean, just more tattoos. <laughs> um, but other than that, I mean, it's basically how we made every song and all the videos. The Movers, actually, we did, um, we had like three really good original Christmas songs we made videos for, you know, out like, for the show. And the best one was they had the Hot 8 Brass Band Ooh. came and, and, and added just a whole layer of good New Orleans flavor. Uh, and they were in the video and the whole bit. I mean, like we came out and spent a day shooting a music video at them, like in our big, bright kid's. Oh yeah, you know yeah. primary jump colors. Suits? Yes, yeah. wearing the coveralls, lights, you know everything's all bright and primary colors, and I got the hot eight brass band all day. It was great. That must have been a blast. Oh, we had so much fun. That was that. that was some of the, the chance to get New Orleans guys into the show was one of the best parts. In fact, I was I was seeing a thing the other night where I was watching Stanton Moore, the drummer, play uh, this week, and I had a uh, recollection that Stanton actually played on a Mover song. I'm not even sure he remembers, but he was visiting set one day <laughs> with his daughter. And he just sat down on, like, we had, like, an electronic kit that we used to record stuff. And he sat down and added a bunch of awesome fills to a, to a song, a classic, called Robot Chase Song. So, one of Stanton Moore's credits, whether he likes it or not.
1: So, uh, so Andrew.
0: Yep. You want to play some music? You want to get ready?
1: I can, I can play you a song. Can I ask you about your guitar real quick? Yeah. Uh, what kind of guitar is it? I have a... I have a it's funny, I was actually just, uh, do you all know Andy, uh, no,
0: Kevin Speck, the guitar tech here in town? I've uh, heard of him, I don't. He's over on, um, like, by, by the Bayou, but he does a lot mm. of people's stuff. Anyway, I was visiting yeah. with him this week because I'm trying to improve my acoustic guitar sound through a PA, and so we were, we were actually analyzing my guitar. But
1: it's a Cole Clark, it's an Australian company. So, so I think... Um, is this? Did you get a deal from them of any sort? Absolutely. That's interesting because I recognized it from a buddy of mine has one. I think he's a musician in Mobile. I know he's a musician in Mobile. Got a hook But up. I think it's a Cole Clark. Yeah. So apparently, something like "Word of the Wise." If you have so many Facebook followers, they'll really hook you up. Because, you know, oh, not many people have heard of this guitar company. Right. So if you play in front of enough people, they, they will give you a deal. Well, Good Cole, know. Cole yeah. Clark
0: is famed for, they've got some, and I've forgotten all the details, some great pickup technology Okay, that uh, it's two different uh, yeah. mics combined, a bridge and something else, maybe yeah. a, whatever that other part is. Yeah. And uh, so it, it does sound great, but uh, this is probably 10 years old. Yeah. Uh, our lawyer way back in the early days of movers had a a cole clark rep that did that same deal mm. but uh, i was actually i was uh
3: anyhow yes yeah
0: it's very good guitar yeah
3: it's cool yeah it sounds great
0: i have a a, a problem of breaking things I, I, that's my reputation mm. in my group and so i had a beautiful Taylor guitar that um uh about i don't know four years ago when we were on a bigger tour when we had like guitar techs and all this stuff i turned bruce springsteen style and threw my guitar to the to the guitar deck, <laughs> oh. and I forgot that there was like a heavy mic mic pack on it, like a wireless receiver. So I misjudged, and it went about three feet and crashed into a oh, million pieces God. on stage Damn. in front of all the people. Oh, that's awesome! And it was mic, so it was like a huge horrible noise. That's,
1: yeah. Well, it's hard to replicate. So I did that. I hope. I hope you got it recorded. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm sure it's
2: somewhere. I used to play in a band called The Villains back when I lived in upstate New York. Nice. They were a rockabilly band in the 90s. Nice. Such so an instant sensation because that was just hot at the time. Oh, nice. I, I played upright bass and I would like smash my bass every show.
0: Well, like I what? I'd literally every show. Every
2: it. show. No, smash it. I, I, I had two basses, and uh, one for Friday How? night, one for Saturday. That seems night. impractical. How it's, does that work? <clears throat> well, Elmer's Elmer's wood glue. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can. I mean, if 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 in the mayhem of the show, it didn't break into at the last song. I would always just grab the neck and just just pop the neck right off the thing. And then <laughs> that's badass. Yeah. It was. It was. I mean, you've seen people smash guitars. On yeah, stage. but not upright imagine bass. a guy smashing an upright bass on stage. It's a hit.
0: I'm shocked <laughs> just hearing you describe it. Uh, Twenty
2: years later, and then you just and then you just throw it back together with Elmer's wood glue and it's close enough for rock and roll wow so you, yeah so
0: you had a plan that's why
2: you could do it oh yeah you yeah you can make it work. well and I and I had this Cadillac at the time I had a <laughs> yeah I had a, a 1980 Cadillac Coupe de Ville and I had to to get to the show I would put the I'd put the base in the back seat with the passenger seat forward right you know and then like uh so if somebody rode with me they'd have to sit like in the back seat like Yep. With the neck in front of their face. But then on the wide home, every, every show, I could just throw the thing in the trunk. Because I would always be leaving the show with the bass in two pieces. Oh, yeah. It, it folds up. Yeah, and if you walk up at the end of a show and you see a guy walking out with an upright bass broken, too, you're like, I just missed the best <laughs> show ever. <laughs> I'm like, don't worry, I'll do it again tomorrow night.
1: Right. <laughs> I, I would think if you saw that, you know, the upright bass in two, you would think the bass player was in tears, just devastated. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's like, no day at work, no big deal. That's For awesome. Us?
0: Yeah. So you're technically our only guest today. So oh, really? I, yeah, I mean, because we actually had another, Blaze, we had another guest that was scheduled that may, maybe we'll wander in at some point. And then George is our musical guest and Andrew's our co-host. And yeah. so I'm going to hit you with a couple more questions if that's okay. It's, just a,
1: it's a slow happy hour today. You know, sometimes people come in and, uh, you know get a drink by the way i what,
3: uh, do you want uh, would you like another uh drink i actually was just <laughs> thinking i was gonna have another drink you yeah. guys ready to by, nice. by the guys. way it's
1: perfect timing because executive producer graham duponte just showed up so oh. she mm. might be able to help us out uh yeah. to get a drink all that i'll have a green have a flash, flash drink, if you come on you yeah please. Nice. I'll, have, I'll have the same as this gentleman <laughs> right here
6: you want to be our guest yes um, oh right! Oh yeah! Wonderful!
1: Green Flash sounds great to me. I'll do the I'm same. I'm good. I already s- a subtly I'll gestured. I got the Forty
2: Arpen that they got. What? Uh, Forty Arpent. Got
1: it. What's hot. that? Tell us, bartender.
2: Uh, that's a that's a brewery that's actually kind of close to my house. They're oh, in no Araby. Oh shit! Yeah. So like right on the other side of the parish line. Wait
1: a minute. Wait. What's it called? Forty, 40 Arpen. Arpen. <laughs> it's close.
2: It's it's in Araby. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah, no, I don't know. It's a local brewery. I'd never heard of. Okay, yeah. I've never heard of them
2: before either. I'm sure there's another twenty I haven't heard of. There's so yeah, uh-huh. many local breweries now. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. great.
0: Yeah, it is great. My buddy was in a band called uh, here in New Orleans twenty years ago called <clears throat> Eighty Arpent. It's, arpent is some sort of. Re- I don't even know what an arpent. It's is. like a. It's some kind of like real yeah, It's like know. real estate or like old-fashioned term for uh, like land or something. Ah, okay. Maybe out. someone out there in the in the internet world will know. <laughs> but uh, actually, it's good. It's good that we have you as our as our sole guest because you, you're interesting enough, uh, and you've got lots and lots of interesting details. For instance, can you please explain your wrestling history?
2: Oh Jesus, wrestling! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's kind of it's uh, like having
0: five guests in one.
2: It, it is. I've done I've done a little bit of everything, <laughs> but never gotten good at any of them. Now the uh, so actually back. When I was living in upstate New York, I uh, yeah, I was in the band of villains and also at the same time I was an indie pro wrestler up there. There was a yeah, there's there's a there's a little wrestling school called Suplex U and I'm not talking about like the sport that's in the Olympics, I'm talking about the performance that you see okay, on Monday sure. nights from WWE or W, you know, WCW, or whatever. Sweet. This is pro wrestling, backflips and yeah, you know, hiding a razor blade in your underwear. Yeah. And wait, uh, what, wait what? What? Did you do that? Is that <laughs> I mean, a thing? Yeah, that's a thing. Is it oh. a thing? Yeah, like you know, and I don't know if you ever watch any pro wrestling, but you know, a guy gets hit in the chair and then all of a sudden he's bleeding out of his right. head like is crazy. crazy? Yeah. yeah, he's hiding a he's hiding a razor blade in his underwear, and uh, you know, you just kind of cut yourself. I thought, thought you were. They Say thing. a
0: ketchup packet.
2: It's actual. No, no. It's you just you just kind of give yourself a little cut on the forehead, <laughs> oh my God. and you gush all over the place. This let's see. Uh, see this little white spot right here? Yes, yeah. I do. That's that's a that's a permanent scar from a barbed wire match.
1: Nice, Say what I what now? A, a, match, a barbed wire, wire isn't this, is this is kind of a, I feel like... It ind- was a
2: late night... Oops, sorry. No, no,
1: I was just just, just a segue. Not even a segue. I keep going. But what, I'm, what I would say is you're a bartender. You listen to stories all the time, and now you're telling all of your stories, which are more interesting than the stories you usually probably hear. <laughs> they gotta be. Uh, not
2: at all. Not at so, all. Everybody's stories. Okay. Anyway,
0: continue. I'm going to ask you a question, and you're not allowed to answer with love. All right. And the question is, uh, and, unless that truly is the answer... What are the characteristics that make someone an excellent
2: wrestler? Intimacy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> totally kidding. Uh, you know what makes you? Uh, I guess the one thing thank that you. it that it takes to be. Thank you so much. The one thing that it takes to be a, arrived. a professional wrestler. Um, I, I, in my opinion, I mean, I I did it for a couple of years on the, on the indie level. Right. You know, so that's kind of like being in a in a punk rock band where you play bars. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. So. So, yeah, just to explain a little bit, like, there's there's pop music where there's touring bands that put out albums, you know, and are on big labels. And then there's bands that just, you know, might uh, cut a tape in their own house and, and play bars. Well, pro wrestling's the same way. There's these kind of bush leagues, these indie leagues yeah. all over the country. There's hundreds of them. And uh, I happen to be in one in upstate New York. And um, Did you ever have it in, in your mind to... Get to the big
3: leagues of wrestling. Not or WWF me. Or you know WCW? what? Not me.
2: That's that's it's part of my personality of, and I think that's why I enjoyed it so much because I right. wasn't shooting for something big. Right. I was like, I'm. Always, it was fun. I just I like being the hometown hero. I felt like I was making it just being in the ring. I don't right. care if it's a. A crowd of a thousand or fifteen hundred as opposed to a big arena i didn't, i 've never had the desire to do a big arena you know same with with being in indie rock bands and stuff i 'd rather be playing at a bar for fifty people than you know be playing at the superdome or whatever and um, so yeah, but the question of what it takes to be good at it, I think is just to be able to have. A cool head in this crazy, violent situation. You know, Uh, and I mean, it's not truly violent uh, because no one's trying to hurt each other. Somewhere between stunt man and a real fight. Yeah, Uh, it's all. It's like kind of like being a stunt man. You know, and you gotta like fall. You know, fifteen feet out of the ring to the floor, and (laughs) you you have half a concussion, and you kind of pass out for a second. You wake up, and there's a big crowd of people. And yelling, and <laughs> you gotta like, okay, now I have to do this. <laughs> so, I guess being able to keep a cool head and and, uh, and really be a team player. I mean, because I mean, pro wrestlers are, you know, they're they're really looking out for each other in all that mayhem that's going on. Mm. And I got to say, when I did it, I really loved all the guys that I that I got to do it with. So
0: the, you're 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 fighting uh, like for the spectators, but really, it's it's a, it's like a partnership, <clears throat> it's a collaboration.
2: Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The, there was one guy, his. Uh, uh, his name was Ian, and his uh, wrestling name was Dick Nasty. And uh, we, had a, we had a bunch of matches together. I think together. I saw him
1: in Austin. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was, a, there was a, a wrestling match in Austin. I think there was a Dick, Nasty. Dick I, Nasty.
2: I hope he's still doing it. He was such a great guy. We did a bunch of crazy matches with barbed wire and hardcore. It was in the mm. 90s, so that stuff was popular. Uh, maybe not. He doesn't look 41 at
1: all. <clears throat> he's, he had a son or something. Yeah. There was, a, there was another Dick Nasty.
2: But, uh, but yeah, and, and we, I mean, we would beat the dickens out of each other. And we were actually really cl- super, super close friends. So. Yeah. I feel
1: like yeah. it's kind of true that if you get cold cocked or something, and then you hear, oh, sorry, I didn't mean it, it never hurts as bad, you know, you actually accidentally get elbowed in the face. Or somebody <laughs> <Yeah>. actually <laughs> or elbows in your face, like, like, take that. Well,
2: my one little gimmick... You know, uh, wrestling fans, you know, the Internet was kind of coming around at that point. Yeah. It was like the beginning of the Internet. So wrestling fans were, were smart. They're, right. they're, they, they didn't. I mean, you play some of these county fairs. You do have people that, are, that think it's real and everything. But, right. But the fans right. are smart. But what's going what's gonna to make them excited, especially if there's somebody I was going to wrestle like several times coming up over the next few months, like like Ian, I would throw them out of the ring, get them right up against, you know, the people in the seats and I would call him by his real name And be like, fuck you Ian, I'm sick of this And I'd just punch him as hard as I can in the face And then like walk out in the middle of the match And grab somebody and be like Push me back out there, just get me back out there Like I'm, You know, and then people would think Like, oh, the characters Don't just hate each other, they hate each other In real life, yeah. you know A whole other <clears throat> level of, uh, of theatrics It's like an onion yeah, you <laughs> peeled back the layer. But it was more deception. Absolutely, That's absolutely. and more tears. tears, yeah. <laughs> right.
3: oh, nice. We got each other. Right. Right. I got
1: you, babe.
0: You guys are really, really connected right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, have you guys ever gone to the Renaissance Festival? Oh, yeah.
3: Once. Yeah, once I did.
2: Go, Up on yeah.
0: the North Shore or whatever, but the yeah. jousting, I always me of, like, they guys are, like... like beat the crap out of each
2: other. It's yeah. the same thing. Jousting is the same thing. I had a I had a cuss, a regular customer down here for a while who was right. a jouster. And, I was, and we would exchange stories. And it's pretty much... So I, have, I have huge ad- admiration for Jousters. Those
3: guys, that's, that's... Yeah, I actually, that that actually uh, played a show at a Renaissance Festival with a Motown band. Did not make any sense Mo- at all. Did you say Motown? Motown band. <laughs> nice. I was playing bass for a Motown band at the Renaissance Festival. Girl. No one was there. There was like mm. one person in the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> I ate a big turkey leg afterwards. I say, so I like of turkey legs. Legs. You got that turkey <laughs> good to leg. Good to go. Hey, yeah. um, <laughs>
6: Graham... Yes, hey, I'm back. Okay. Hey, Graham, nice good to see you. Hey, hey, hey drinks are good? I, I didn't see you. They're, they're great. Wow. I good. have two <laughs> things I want to say
0: to you. I have a <laughs> statement and I have a question. All right, got it. My statement is, I was telling these guys earlier, I'm having a rehearsal this Friday with a bass player and a drummer, and they're both named Graham. No, mm-hmm. no.
6: Yeah. They're both male, though, right? They are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you want, do you play music at <laughs> all? In my, no, only in my mind. Because yeah. if you came to this rehearsal, it would be awesome. Oh, that would be cool. So I would just I'll say come. Graham over and
0: over again. I'll come. I'll come
6: watch. I can be your audience.
0: And my second the second words I need to exchange with you are a question, which is: I uh, should I be reading sponsor messages? Yeah.
6: What time is it? Yeah. Let's I do. Know. Let's do the sponsors. Who wants to do the yeah, background music? Why, why don't we
1: have a little background music played George, while we could read? Could you play some beautiful sponsors. music on your nylon string guitar while I read
6: sure. sponsors? Something
0: real pretty.
3: Something real pretty. Just like this. Andrew, would you like to read
0: some of these messages as well?
3: I'll read the first. Are we happy? Are you to to doing all
0: these at once? Yeah. Yep. All right. This is the sponsor segment of our show.
5: I love, I
2: love copy. <laughs> I'm going to copy <laughs> guys.
0: The other, day, the other day when I did this show, I don't know who it was, someone told me that I read the copy better later, and it was when I paid attention to it, but I looked at the sheet instead of at you guys. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who told me that, and that may not be true, but I'm going to look at the sheet now. <clears throat> our happy hour sponsors today include Uber. You may have heard of them find yourselves a few drinks in and needing a ride home, Uber is the smartphone app that connects you with a ride at the tap of a button. Uber is safe, easy, and reliable. Request a ride at any time, and a car comes directly to you. Your driver knows exactly where to go, and payment is completely cashless. Wherever you're headed, count on Uber for a ride. No reservations are needed. That music's making me so relaxed right now. If you've never tried Uber before... Or, if, say, like me, your wife has it on her phone, but you don't, download the app and you enter Happy Hour NOLA, Happy Hour NOLA, in the promotions section of the app, you will get a free first ride for $20. And when I saw that today, I said, I'm going to do that. (laughs) Because that's a free Uber ride. We've got some more sponsors. Andrew's going to tell you about them.
1: Well, let's see what we got here, Rich. Looks like we're also sponsored by Basics Swim and Gym. A full range of fashion swimsuits, workout, and yoga clothes with style. Bikinis, my personal favorite. One-piece cover-up. Everything you need for beach and poolside is at Basics Swim and Gym, right across from the lingerie store, Basics Underneath, on Magazine Street near Jefferson Avenue. Can I ask you, Graham, uh, is it is it okay... It's got to be okay, right, for the guys to be in Victoria's Secret, but what do you have to be doing in Victoria's Secret to convince other women that you're there buying lingerie for your girl oh, and not a mm-hmm.
6: creepster? Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I get it. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure you can't. You just... I think you're a creep... Andy's got, uh, Andy's got this. Is, no, I, think Andy's least,
2: I think the least creepy thing that a man can do yeah. in Victoria's Secret yeah. is buy lingerie for himself. Okay, very nice. <laughs> well said. With, with confidence, <laughs> and, and just he, he accepts you know, himself, and he knows himself, and he's like, I... I well, I know that I'm a woman size 16, and I would like to try on some bras ears. Well, of course, and all judgments going to drop. And I'm, try I'm, it. I'm only, I'm only <laughs> obviously I'm only using
1: Victoria's Secret, which is not a sponsor, as yep. you know the, the common <laughs> common you know thing in our head. But really, where we should be going is Basics Underneath to buy lingerie for ourselves. I
0: could make a personal testimonial.
1: Oh, all right.
0: For more than 10 years, every July I go to Basics Underneath and yeah. I purchase a pair of underpants my wife. Oh. It's our tradition. That's nice. And I know it's Desiree nice. and Peggy that Desiree and Peggy were both like run the store and they're lovely, lovely people. And in fact, one year I couldn't get to the store in time. And so a member, uh, a representative from the store delivered the underpants okay. wow. to, my, to my house. Can I wow. just
6: break in for a second? Rich, <laughs> does your wife call them underpants as well? No. But the reason I'm, I'm not, saying yeah. underpants
0: is I'm demonstrating what I do to not... I try and, when I go to basics, instead of drooling, I say things like underpants to make it kind of like ironic, like an ironic posture, Mm. which so I don't notice that these are unbelievably hot pieces of clothing on gorgeous models and that, yeah, no, it's... I'm just
6: gonna tell you, you sound creepy. Oh, great! That's been my technique for ten years. Actually, the, the
2: music behind that story yeah, yeah, made that story yeah. sound. So but for the creepy. record, you said you said Andrew
0: was creepy too. I'm pretty, so, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we can make it creepy. George and Andy. If Graham calls y'all creepy by the end of this conversation, we know we're just creepy. Maybe the fact that there's four dudes around this table and just one lovely woman—that's why we're coming off creepy. Finally,
2: and we're all talking about underwear. <laughs> yeah, just Thank just you, Basics guys. Underneath. Yeah. what I love about, about copy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) alright we have one more sponsor George would you by Hangover Destroyer the only natural, all natural product medically proven to prevent a hangover go to Hangover Destroyer website hdestroyer.com write happy hour in the coupon code and get 30% off Hangover Destroyer and seize the dawn that's all our sponsors y'all we can talk amongst ourselves as we have done previously
6: Oh, that's beautiful. Beautiful dual-sponsor music. Hangover,
1: Destroyer. You're going to feel good. I spent
0: about five years writing that one. (laughs) (laughs) Copy music. You know what you call that song, Graham? It's called Underpants.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Can I ask about the basics, actually, um, for you guys who have been there? uh, is Is it actually basic, or is it kind of like the American apparel vibe, where a lot of it tends to be, you know, sexy in its clean line thing, but basic? In its aesthetic, oh. or is that just a name?
0: I don't know if basics implies like simple utilitarian. It's mm-hmm. it's everything. Yeah. Okay. It's a really good store, though.
3: Yeah. Never been.
1: Yeah. Well, it's, it's good. It Neither seems I. I, you know. It seems I'm a friend <laughs> of a friend. I know you know. I haven't been in there, but uh, people vouch, and seems you know. And and then again, there I am, the guy who questions the idea of going in there. And yeah, what what am I going to do in there? I, I don't know. I'll buy something for myself, maybe. But, is it, it's not males. It, there, there is no, no. No, no male things. Well, in there's there.
6: Under Armour. Oh, you mean there at Basics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No no, no. no, okay. But, um,
0: hey, so look, uh, uh, I'm getting my Andys and Andrews confused, but Andy, yeah. when I was researching you today, and right before I got lost in the rabbit hole of the Flanagan's <laughs> Christmas videos, I, was, I saw you know you had made a joke about how you were best known for being Lori's um, partner. Fiance, yeah. Fiance. Oh, when are y'all... When are oh, nuptials?
2: Like a year and a half. Mm. Uh, we're going to do it uh, in December of 2017. Nice. So we, here in the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to do it at One Eye Jacks. Nice, nice. that's Man. cool. Nice. And, um, it's a great band. Yeah, she uh, she proposed to me on February 29th. Oh, she did cool. that that old tradition of uh, of uh, Oh, day. Cool. day. Yeah. yeah when was our last? When
0: was our last February 29th? Was it last year? This last one. Well, happened,
2: yeah. Cool. And, uh, yeah, she beat me to the punch. But it's, it's a tradition that actually is based, not that I'm 100% sure, I think it's based in Irish law. Oh. Uh, I don't, it's not still a law, but it was a law that on February 29th, a woman could propose to a man, and if he said no, he had to, uh, he had to like, buy her a silk dress or something like That's that.
1: That's cool. Huh. I like it. Is yeah. a roll? I feel like a rolling pin's involved and really big forearms. I don't know. I see a very, very strapping woman <laughs> handling this situation.
0: <laughs> well, that's that's. Uh, I'm excited for your nuptials. Congrats in advance. Oh, it's
2: going to be a blast. Yeah, yeah,
0: we'll have a great one. Will there be a music component?
2: Uh, yeah, it's going to be. There's. It's actually going to be a lot like a like a show. There's going to be a lot yeah, of I like drag and cool. burlesque. Yeah. We're. I mean, we're gonna. We're kind of planning it I mean we're doing it one eye jacks on the stage and nice. we're, we're kind of putting it together like you would a play <laughs> awesome. um, yeah I mean I even have a whole like set in my head of, of how to do it and um, I saw a Rory Danger show there where they had a, they had a whole like um, screen behind
0: them in, like mm-hmm. a big um, I guess it was LED I don't know it was incredible it had like that's a good effect Oh, yeah. If if, if your wedding budget can afford it.
2: No, we're not going to do any, no screens, but (laughs) I have this one. I'd have to draw it out, and you don't want to, I don't want to bore you with it. But, but yeah, we're going to have all our friends perform. Basically, we're going to come out. And then we'll be sitting on the stage in a couple of like thrones, and all our friends are going to come out and perform for us. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, because we got so many, you know. It's uh, like a roast, except
1: nobody can say anything bad about it. (laughs)
2: Yeah, it's like a yeah roast in reverse. A roast
1: wedding would be fun. That actually would be fun. Yeah,
2: it's
0: kind of fun. Think about about it. (laughs) Gears turning. But so when I was looking, uh, I was looking up Lori, and I saw she has a, a blog.
2: Yes, lots unlimited.
0: And, right. And uh, I saw, she. it was a sad post about, uh, does she still work at Ace Hotel?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: About a, a, a colleague that had, um, well, there was two, uh, she lost two colleagues. Right. Right. weekend. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. Wow. Uh, but uh, anyhow, so I, I saw that post. I was reading a lot of her writing. And it was very thoughtful. It made me think of a song. I was thinking about playing a little bit of that song right now for y'all. Please. Yeah, I just, yeah I I'd please do. I'd rather you not,
1: Rich. <laughs> <laughs> <be all> right. <laughs> Andrew, I need your help
0: because it's a. Uh, Finger, Vicky, I need your mic. No oh, mic. yeah. But this is a song uh, just about the frequency with which you have to hear about sad things happening in our city. Somebody's
4: mother, she is crying on the corner. Her dreams are lying on the ground. Trail of blood from one street to another See it every day in this hard town Wouldn't you know You can read all about it Now the mayor's handing contracts All his crooked partners You Read about it on front page that maybe we will drag him out from under, and somebody gonna take his place. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Anybody who going to figure it out? anybody know what I'm talking about? It's just the news of the day. Hey, yeah, yeah, read all about it. All about Where did you go and what did you give Who do you love and who do you miss Something we lost and will never be found See, I said Something we lost and will never be found Does anybody know what I'm talking about Stuck in the middle of it. You can't get out. anybody know what I'm talking about? It's just the news of the day. Hey, Are yeah, yeah. you real about it? You gotta keep your head down. Last night while you were sleeping. Some kid was shooting into a crowd Oh no Anybody know just what I'm talking about Stuck in the middle and we can't get out Anybody know what I'm talking about Just the news of the day Oh no Anybody know what I'm talking about Anybody know what I'm talking about? Oh, oh, oh. stuck in the middle and we can't get out. News of the day, news of the day, news of the day. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I went serious.
6: Wow, that's an amazing song. Thank you. It really and, and let me tell you, I don't know if you know, Rich. I'm a, a criminal defense attorney. In oh, addition to doing this, I, I knew but I forgot. Wow, that song. You don't make all your money off this. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that song. Kind of speaks to, kind of my, um, the word I'm looking for. It's I, it's a, it's a kind of a push pull with what I do because right. business is business is good, you know, which is not so great. You know, no, that's, that's, right, that's yeah. just a beautiful. That's song. a song you, you should write, Graham. Business yeah. is good, which it's is not, not so, so great. great.
1: That's nice.
3: I can, that. I can do that. That is a good song.
0: I feel bad because uh, those lyrics are not brand new, and um, uh, so I, there's a mayor. The whole mayor verse is not really right. about any particular mayor.
6: <laughs> but, you know, no mayor can. can right. d- it's mayors in general. Yeah, no mayor can deal with what's. Yeah, you step, you step blood in front of the, of the target.
1: When you get elected, right.
6: Mitch and I went, both went to Catholic University in Washington, D.C.
0: He's a few years ahead of me, but so, he's a
1: music theater guy, by the way. Do you all yes,
0: know? Yes, yes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> he's an excellent singer. Yep. <laughs> yes. So my cousin, who uh, probably, I don't know, Mitch is probably.
6: Mitch is about 55, 67 not, not a
0: decade older, but a little bit older. I have a cousin who was, a, who was there with him at the same time. They did plays together. and it, it's, Anyway, so yeah, I always like that connection. But uh, anyhow, yeah. So that I saw that post. It was really beautiful what she wrote. And it was really sad. What was it? Yeah, what, what, she, she's I'll an wait. amazing
2: writer. What,
6: what happened at the, the Ace?
2: Uh, well, uh, one of her one of her dear friends uh, just passed away. Uh, I remember it was a it was a Monday night, and we were actually supposed to meet her out. And she's like, she's not returning my texts or anything. And then the next the next day, found out that uh, due to um, Complications with her pregnancy; she oh, passed away. Oh door.
5: no! Jeez, so, it then, still happens.
2: And uh, yeah, it's one of it's one of those yeah one in a million uh, situations. And then also in the same weekend, uh, another coworker of hers uh, was, uh, was I believe shot and killed. Oh my it's
6: so god! Sad. Well, t- t-
0: topical. Yeah. It's yeah. uh. Anyway, so she is still she's there. She's oh yeah, she's
2: still the ace. Yeah, and uh, yeah, she wrote a very heartfelt, heartfelt piece, and it was, uh, really nice.
6: it was yeah, she's a, she's an excellent writer. I want to uh, check out her blog. It's where can where can we find it? Do you know? Uh, Rich, well, do you know the, I just googled the, her the, name. Yeah, <clears throat> I just googled Lori L O R I. Or Tipton.
2: direct listeners to the New Orleans Happy Hour podcast <laughs> <There you> archives <laughs> and so she listen was to here. the episode My Shallow Vagina.
6: Yeah, that was Fair a enough. great featuring episode. Featuring
2: Lori Tipton, and she'll tell you all about it. She's yeah. my uh, yeah, SlutsUnlimited.me. What is it? I believe. I've, oh, she's going to
6: kill it's me. Sorry,
0: we'll
2: Yeah, I think it's SlutsUnlimited.me. I think okay. is what it cool. is. I think.
0: I bet you if you Googled Sluts Unlimited, you're going to find it.
2: You'll probably will. Well, yeah. 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 Not yeah. whatever. You'll find a few yeah. Sluts Unlimited. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a... Uh, yeah, it's like... But... It, um, <laughs> don't do an image search. <laughs> you know? I will say this, that I had... Um,
0: I, 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 I totally... completely changing channels. I just had a really great experience at the Ace. So uh, uh, my wife and I... I have five kids. I live uptown. We We, we do a lot of kid life and uh but my mother-in-law gave us a gift and we went down to the ace hotel last tuesday stayed overnight just oh, partied yeah. our brains out for 24 hours it was great it's such a great place. they've yeah. got like three restaurants in there the room mm-hmm. and then they're like five Third bars pie. your room is a bar wait what yeah,
2: your room is great you get wait. a you get a Every turntable room in a room. Room. The, the room the room
0: the rooms room. Are, are completely stocked with all these like sort of half bottles of Mini all bar. these great oh yeah but no but no yeah. like not little but, minis like you spend 25 bucks, you get, like...
2: And a cocktail a half recipe half a thing book of absolute. Yeah. Oh God, and like and They got a giant fridge. The fridge oh. is...
0: Oh, you open up the fridge yeah, and it's... Mixer. Oh, 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 oh. I, I understand everything. To Jesus. It is oh, fun. Yeah. It's so fun.
2: And yeah. the, the lobby bar is a blast. They mm-hmm. also have a venue in there. And then yeah. there's Josephine Estelle, the restaurant. Yep. which right. is yep. Another great bar. There's a bar on the roof. roof right. And then you got Sea uh, Worthy. To have yep. some great erstes.
6: So, uh... I met, I, I'm the producer and, I'm, and a guest today, but usually guests are people that I book. And I met your uh, soon-to-be wife, uh, Lori, at the Lobby Bar. And oh, yeah. she made such an impression on me. I asked her to be on the show on the spot. She's really great. You're very lucky. I and am, Wilder I'm, is very lucky.
2: Oh, yeah. Wilder's a blast.
6: And as producer You guys I hate to do this Oh no, come we on We gotta wind it down oh, We're wrapping, wrapping it up That's it Wrapping it up It's an been hour? so fun Oh it's been a little more Than an hour A little more yeah. Than an hour Do yeah. yeah. so have to read all this stuff Yeah Yeah, yeah. so let's let Rich yeah. Get to it I thought winding down meant We could skip all this stuff he had to
0: do. <laughs> well, well, Why don't we share Does everyone want to read A little bit Sure, sure. Pass it around all right, we'll, we'll go uh, clockwise Y'all, thanks for listening to the happy hour, the mostly all-dude happy hour. Thank you, Graham, so much. Thanks for the
1: estrogen, Graham.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Who's who's around the table? Who was here? We have George 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 Elizondo. Elizondo, that's right. We have Andy Overslaw. Andrew Duhon. And thank you so much, Rich Collins. And Graham DePonte. And that would be me. Thank you,
0: Graham. So our producer is Graham DePonte. Music director is Christian Unruh. Is Unruh how you say his name? Nailed it. Don't say Christian West. Christian Unruh, <laughs> technical director Thomas Walsh. Live feed directors are Asher Griffith and Grayson Jernigan. The theme music was written by and is being played currently by Mitch Foreman, who helped me a lot uh, recently. With uh, We had an email exchange. If you'd like to be on the show, drop us a line. Our address is on our website. Check out our other happy hours and other shows. These include Out to Lunch with Peter Rusciutti, live at Commander's Palace, True to the Game with Chris True, Midnight Menu Plus One with Margot Moss and The Man Who Ate New Orleans, Ray Kanata. Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tooker. And uh, Milo's Music Parlor with Kim Vu. And the podcast about death called Death the Podcast with psychologist Dr. Arian Elfont. Question from the the waiting room with psychiatrist Nick Pajot and Psych Ward with Dr. Ross Shields. We got more.
1: You can also find other great Louisiana podcasts at itsacadiana.com and itsbatonrouge.la. Keep up with us on Facebook, Twitter, and a bunch of other time-sucking social media.
6: You can find photos from the show on itsneworleans.com and our Facebook page. Photos today are taken today by... Ari. Ari. Thank you. Filling in for Allison Moon. If you you, you listen to this on your podcast app, thanks for subscribing. And if you would take a minute to... uh, would you take a minute to rate us. That like us on. Like us and rate us. That will help other people find us. That's a great us. thing. Yeah, it's a good thing to do. And Thanks a lot for listening. On
2: it. iTunes.com or wherever you get wherever your Wherever you get
6: your podcast. recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferrette Street in Uptown New Orleans. Happy hours of production of I&O Broadcasting. FirstNewOrleans.com for Grant Morris, who will be back next week. For Andrew Duhon, everybody around the table here at Wayfair and back at our offices at INO Broadcasting. I am Graham DePonte. This is Rich <laughs> Collins, who's been sitting in for us. Thanks for joining us. Look forward to seeing you guys again on Happy Hour. <laughs> Thank you for having Thanks us. Thanks a lot.
3: Thanks for being a one man guest.